Hey everyone, welcome to season two of the Fashion Sense Finance Mess podcast, the modern girls and guys guide to financial success while still looking cute on a budget, of course. I am Taylor and Lindsay is here with us again today. Hi everyone. Well, we are officially into 2021. Uh, I picked uh, a word for this year to keep me motivated and remind myself of everything that I want to do this year and why I want to do it. And I picked growth. Did you pick a word for your year? I didn't pick a word for my no. year. No, I growth is a good uh, a good one, but I think I just kind of more so picked like a almost like a vibe, if that makes sense. Yeah, just, just continuing on with with a. Uh, how do I put this? I think twenty nineteen forced me to, or sorry, twenty twenty forced me to uh, be okay with things not being in my control, and I think I'm yeah. I'm just gonna approach this year from that like you know what, you may have no idea what's about to come, but we're just going to handle it and and be good. Yeah, I definitely can understand where you're coming from. I love control and the fact that there's a lot lot of things like from 2020 and even going into 2021 that like no one can control. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm definitely taking that away from last year and going to try to just like use it to ride the waves this year and not stress out so much well that's good all right so recapping this past week over on instagram and the blog the money tip tuesday was keeping track and budgeting for those one-off expenses that can creep up on you and surprise you throughout the year i did a roundup of my 2020 books that i read we made it to 22 everybody yeah my original holy moly (laughs) My original goal that I said in 2019 was just to read 12 books. I was like, you know what? One a month is like pretty good. And like the beginning of 2020, like I was swamped with work. So I was set, like I set a pretty, I thought was like a reasonable, reasonable goal. And then the pandemic happened and 22 books later, that's what we finished at. Dang, that's impressive. Good for you. And then the definition that I covered this week was what is an RRSP? So head on over if you haven't checked any of those out. So we are going to dive into our first episode of 2021, which is, are you taking care of yourself financially? So we always hear that you need to take care of your health. You need to take care of your mental health. But no one really ever talks about taking care of yourself financially, which I really think plays a role in both your health and wellness. Yeah, I would agree with you 100%. So one of the, actually, maybe I'll start with why I feel like it is such a major part of your health and wellness is if you can't make sure that your basic needs are met, that is something that is always going to loom over you like a dark cloud. Like Mm -hmm. I, if you are constantly thinking about, is there enough money when I go and swipe my debit card or credit card? Can I pay the electricity bill this month? Worrying about all that is not good for your well-being. And when you worry, you don't sleep right. When you're worrying, you don't tend to want to do anything. Like from past experiences, like myself, I know when I'm worried and I just have those like really bad anxiety feelings. It really stops me from doing anything. For sure. And even if you're someone who like you don't feel like you experience those feelings of anxiety or things like that, like even just the stress end of it, right? Like yeah, things like that is increasing cortisol levels in your body, like your stress hormone. And having 
like elevated levels of cortisol over extended period of time isn't good for you. Like it's doing th- right. Like just again, like your yeah. health and well-being, whether that's your physical health, how it's affecting your brain, like it's it's not good. Ooh, she went all sciencey on us there. It's like I have a degree like it. in it or something. <laughs> Look at us putting our two degrees together in one. (laughs) That was so. I was like sitting here and I was like, "Yes, girl. Yes. I don't know what that is, but yes, go for it." (laughs) Is Uh, that what you feel like when I start talking about financial terms? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, those like acronyms when you get all like like the abbreviated terms of things, and I'm just like. What is that? <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, this is so off topic, but this is so funny. So I posted a poll in my stories uh, last week, and it had to do with, do you have a TFSA, which is, so if you're American, <laughs> you don't have this. If you're Canadian, you can have one, or you might already have one, and I have quite a few American followers, and so I posted this poll, do you have a TFSA? I think I had four people say what is that? Three of them were American. Yeah. One of them was you. I said that. Yes. It's a tax-free savings account. Oh my gosh. Everyone else, like my friends, like family, everyone else I know was like, yes, I have one. And then I- oh it was the option where it was like I have one or what the heck is that right yeah and yeah like, there's like four what the heck's so what the heck is that and like three were American so of course they're not gonna know what it is and the fourth one was you I was like I didn't have one so that felt like the better option oh my I'm gosh. not sure how do I put this I'm not familiar with them I've just learned what it stands for from you over the years I definitely screenshotted like the outcome like the answers so I could post it at a at a later date. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Anyways, back on topic. Um, one of the, I think the main ways that you can protect yourself financially and make sure that you are taking care of yourself financially is setting boundaries for what you spend it on, how you spend your money, how you budget it, and just being able to say no to family and friends if what they want to do does not fall into your budget or is not within how you want to spend your money mm-hmm. yeah I would I would say that definitely plays a component like I've had times where I just like feel like I can remember last summer like I just for some reason last summer seemed to be like not 2020 2019 everyone wanted to go out and do stuff all the time yeah and, like, it was fun, and I, like, wanted to, you know, like, I wanted to do it. I wanted to go see my friends after mm-hmm. this day at work or this day that and blah, blah, blah. But, like, the cost it added up to when I was going yeah. for dinner, like, three times a week to see various people and just, like, do a little bit of this and that. Oh, and let's go to the movies and here and there. And, like, I was looking at my bank account, and I'm, like, I have, like, nothing left when I normally would have, like, a few hundred dollars yeah. to be able to move somewhere at the end of this, right? Like, it was just – and you don't want to say no. Just being, like, oh, like, uh, yeah, actually, I ran out of money. Like, no one wants to say that. <laughs> and I think that's, like, such a terrible thing that society has kind of made us – I know. 
like into we're always saying yes like we don't really look at the repercussions until after it's happened and it's too late after it's happened like once you spent the money in most cases like you can't for sure you can't return a dinner no (laughs) no literally you're gonna have to like put a hair in your meal there so it's comped for you (laughs) other than that you're paying for it okay we're not telling our followers to go and do that please don't go and do that (laughs) Don't do that. I worked in a restaurant for a really long time. We always know when it's your hair. Always. <laughs> so I think when it comes to making sure, because you don't want to always say no. That's not fair to not be able to do anything extra. Like, that's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. That is also not good for your well-being. Like, you have mm-hmm. to make sure you're not doing one extreme where you're always saying yes. You're spending your money, like, all the time. But you also don't want to be on the other opposite extreme where it's, like, you say no all the time. You sit at home and you don't do anything. Which is so funny because I think that was literally for me back in that year, like in 2019, that's what I tried to do following New Year's. Like I really wanted to get my stuff in control and just like be better with my money and actually start saving some money. And I just went so extreme that I didn't let myself do anything for myself. And then it was like, I hit this point where I was just like fed up and like I was never like going out with any of my friends or yeah doing this or like letting myself go get that manicure like just like things that are more like those kind of treats to yourself and like are fun and everything and I just like went off the deep end into the summer I was like well yeah, I'm just gonna go it. yeah like, you start sure. binging all the stuff that you've missed out on for like how many months that you were being really really strict that's totally what I did and then you're you find yourself in debt yeah and, like, I just always rationalize that by, like, like oh, well, I haven't, like, I've been spending really well for, like, three or four months, right? Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's just dinner. Like, it's just this. It's just a drink. Like, and then, yeah, before you know it, it's like, oh, okay. That was a lot of money this month on going out. Yeah. And so there's two ways I think that you can deal with that. One would be, obviously, when you're budgeting at the beginning of the month, you, once you've... I think it's really important to pay yourself first. You need to make sure that you're putting money away for your mm-hmm. savings. You need to make sure you're putting money away in your sinking funds. Because if you listen to, I believe it was last week's episode, or not last week's episode, the last, last year. episode we did of last year, <laughs> Yeah. Um, Lindsay had some car troubles where, what did the bill end up being? Like $930 something dollars, yeah. So you want to make sure that you are paying yourself first because you don't want to end up being in those situations where you've picked going out to dinner three times a month, but you can't fix your car. Mm-hmm. So the first thing would be making sure you're paying yourself first, making sure that those basic needs are met, that you can do your rent, you can keep the lights on, you have money for food, you're saving, you're putting money away for emergencies and you're sinking funds. And then look at what's left. Mm-hmm. That's when you have to kind of, you know yourself, you need to make that judgment call. Am I going to increase my savings? Am I going to increase my debt payment by a certain amount? Or am I going to take this money and put it towards things that will, I want to say like make you feel better. So like going out to dinner with your best friend or Maybe, see, with the pandemic, there's not much to do right now. But if there was things to do, (laughs) like maybe going to a sports game. But, like, that's stuff that you can also save up for. If you know in the summer that you want to go to, like, a baseball game or a soccer game when things kind of go back to normal, then budget that in for the previous couple of months before that and make sure that you're putting a certain amount of way 
So when you do get to that time, it's not a struggle and you're not feeling guilty that you're doing something that you really want to do as opposed Mm -hmm. to being able to like meet your basic needs. Yeah, for sure. And I think when things like you start doing those things often, like, and the point of you doing them is to be able to like spend time or connect with like one of your close friends or something like that. Like Mm -hmm. also explore, like what else can you do that's going to be a similar like scenario, but is less expensive. Like, can you go sit in Starbucks and spend like six fifty on a a latte and sit and talk with that friend instead of going out for dinner and having like two drinks, a starter, and your meal? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways that you can still kind of like get that same end result without needing to go to dinner like three times a week to see different people. Like, how often do you and I walk to Starbucks? And then just like <laughs> too many times, <laughs> <laughs> too many times for me to want to admit. But, but you know, yeah, when was the last like time we went for dinner? Like we don't go out for dinner that often. Like yeah, our go-to is usually probably... Starbucks and going for a walk. Yeah, like the last time we would have had dinner would have been when there was like five of us that got together and had like a little bit of a girls' night. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, it would have been just like our birthdays were probably the last two times previous. Yeah, like Other we than really that, we kind of try and keep it simple. Yeah, like even like outside of COVID, like you and I maybe go out for dinner like three to four times together in a year. Yeah. No, I do really like that bringing up that topic of trying to make keeping the same amount of fun and like what you're trying to accomplish with like that friend or that group of friends, but making it budget friendly. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go for dinner, go for dinner, but maybe don't get the appetizer and the three drinks because that really can take your bill from being like $25 to, well, now you've spent like 50 or 60. Yeah. And that could be like double of what you wanted to budget for that dinner. For sure. So I think it's just really important, like be very conscious of, what you want to do and then maybe just see if you can do that on a cheaper in a cheaper way yeah agreed that's good that's a good point I like that (laughs) another thing okay so you've paid yourself first you've made sure that your basic needs are met I think budgeting in outside of friends and family is budgeting in some time for yourself whether that is getting a manicure or pedicure every couple of months, whether it is, I don't believe in going to a spa like every month and spending $300. Yeah. I don't think it's like budget friendly. I don't think it's something that, it's not something that I would really want to do. But if you want to take a couple of months and save up money where you can go and spend like two or three hours at a spa, Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, But just don't be spending $300 a month at the spa or $200 a month on, like, clothes from your favorite store and then not being able to pay for your electricity bill. Yeah, for sure. Or just, like, like, when you do those things all the time, like, even monthly is pretty regularly, like, that's kind of turning into, like, a lifestyle, right? So, like, it's that yeah. balance of, like, what is energizing to me, like, what, what re-energizes me, what's charging my battery versus, like, like, where can you get those things out of other options? Because maybe you just go and get your manicure done at the spa. It's a very different vibe than from, mm-hmm. like, the mall shops. Yeah. And it's a little bit more expensive, 
but you're still spending like 50 bucks instead of 300 on your like massage and facial mm-hmm. and like I used to I used to go every single month to get my nails done and then when the pandemic happened it kind of made me stop and like take a step back and be like first off do I need to go get my nails done every month mm-hmm. no could I afford it yes mm-hmm. but when the choice of like doing it kind of got taken away, I think it really made me reevaluate kind of how I was spending my money and if there was a cheaper way to do it. And like, obviously my own, when I do my own nails, they're not going to look as good as going to get them done. And I've kind of just given into that. Like I try my hardest. They don't look terrible, but. I would say your nails look pretty good for doing your own nails. (sighs) I don't know. I'm very particular. And, like, I know I miss you are. Going all the time. But... <laughs> but, like, now I'm conflicted because, like, things are, like, kind of opening up again, kind of not. I don't know. We're kind of in between. But I always think, I'm like, when it kind of goes back to normal, if it does, like, will I go maybe once every, like, three months or maybe once every four months just because that was always my time where I just like relaxed I most of the time didn't go with anybody so I didn't have to talk like I knew my nail lady we chit chat a little bit but like I just sat there and it was quiet and it was just like me time my time and I I honestly did the same for a little while when I was getting mine done before like I would go get them done consistently but Mm -hmm. it was like a same thing like I went alone I went with either a book or like my headphones and to listen to an audiobook or whatever. And like I would just sit and it was just like my like time to calm down and just zone mm-hmm. out. And like to me, I was able to justify that like every like three weeks, I think I went. Like that was yeah. I don't know. For me, it was just like okay. And then I think every other time I would get a pedicure too. So like I would sit in a massage chair and like listen to my audiobook or whatever and like I don't know that like I I was able to justify I did it in the summer when I was like in sandals and that that, like I don't Mm -hmm. keep up with it through the winter or whatnot but like I don't know it made sense for me then it's really not something I don't think I've had my nails done in like over a year yeah we're probably getting up to a year since I've gone and gotten them done my nails got so my nails got like screwed up from that the lamp like, they were getting so, like, thin, and they, like, hurt. Yeah. That I stopped, and I hadn't had them done before the pandemic hit. So, yeah, I'm probably, at like, a year and a half since I've lost had a manicure, which is kind of crazy, but. But, like, you were able to do other things with that money, and I think. For sure. Hopefully it went to something more important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, on my week of vacation this year, at the end of October, like, I booked Mark and I, like, pedicures at the spa I go to. So, again, like, a little oh, bit higher he level. He did. It was his first pedicure. Is he going to kill you? Is he going to no. kill you? He's, he gets brought up so much. I feel so bad for the guy. Mark is secure in his masculinity. Um, <laughs> it was funny. It was, like, us and, like, two other ladies up there. And they're all just like, oh, look at you getting your pedicure. He's like, yeah, it's my first one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, uh... So, like, that was, like, a we had, like, a nice afternoon. We went out for dinner that day. Like, you know what I mean? We spent money that day, but it's not something we do. Like, this is the only time we've ever gone to the spa together. Yeah. So, like, sure. That w- that was saved up and then spent that there. 
Yeah, and I want to make sure, like, anyone that's listening, we're not saying don't do something that you love. If it's monthly and it fits into your budget, go ahead. But maybe just take a minute and think about it. See if there's a cheaper way of doing it. Do you need to go every month? Like, are you kind of just going every month because you've gone into that routine? Mm-hmm. That's, I think, another thing that's really important to think about. Because if you're just spending the money because that's what you do or that's what you've been doing... I don't think that's really financially taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of, you're starting to create like a bad money habit at that point. Yeah. Which I think kind of that's what I was doing. I mean, I know it sounds weird, but when I had my nails done, I just felt complete. Yeah. I felt put together. I get what you mean. Yeah. When they were like getting bad, I just feel like I'm not put together. I don't feel like a human. Yeah. I don't know, teach their own. Just make sure what you're spending your money on is something that is taking care of yourself financially, something that is taking care of yourself mentally. If it's just do stuff that you love, but make sure you're not sacrificing your basic needs and you paying yourself first to do what you love. I agree. I concur. <laughs> okay, so we kind of talked about saying no to things that don't benefit you or things that you just can't afford at the moment. I just, I want to make a comment how we can make time for meditation and working out and eating healthy and we can become very strict and regimented and follow a plan and not deviate from it. Why are we not doing that with our finances? I think your finances should fall onto the same category as your health and wellness, as I said at the beginning. So say no to things that maybe don't benefit you, that you can't afford, that takes away from your basic needs is one thing. And I also think that checking in and modifying throughout the month or throughout the year as we're going is also something that's very important. Mm-hmm. So, like, say we're going through January right now, and I did my budget for January. I scheduled – I don't think I really scheduled anything extra in just because, like, we're back in lockdown. Like, I know we can't really go anywhere. We can't go out for dinner. Like, I can order takeout if I want, but that's always usually significantly less than, like, if you and I were to go out for dinner. Mm -hmm. Come February, like – my budget, I might have to look at it a little bit differently because if restrictions kind of get lifted and restaurants open back up, well, maybe we'll want to go for dinner and I have to make sure that I'm changing my budget to kind of fit, I guess, the circumstances, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Kind of like the reality that, that you're actually in. Yeah. And like, I don't want to say like drastically change your budget every single month. That's not what I'm saying. Like, keep your savings and the money that you put aside for your basic needs the same, if not more. Like I, if you're putting more towards savings this month because you can't do anything, like that's, that's amazing. Or if you're putting that money towards debt, that's also amazing. But when you know that, like for me, June is like crazy with expenses. Like my birthday, my mom's birthday, Like, there's just so many birthdays in that month that, for me, I tend to put my expenses a little bit higher, maybe not necessarily add so much to my savings, because I also think when you say, oh, I'm going to save $300 this month, knowing very well that you have, like, five birthdays where you have to buy someone a present, 
and then you end up only putting like $150 away, that kind of makes you feel bad. Whereas if you just originally budgeted $150 towards your savings, you had a lump sum of money to go towards like those expenses for all those birthdays, and you don't use all that money and you put more money towards your savings, and now you put $200 towards your savings instead of $150, well, that makes you feel better. I was just going to say, like, (laughs) I feel like it's not, how do I, I think people look at it in a bad way when you need to change the number that you're putting into savings Mm -hmm. some months. And like, that's going to be realistic. Like life happens, or like you said, like June's a really busy month for you. The end of the year is usually chaos for me. My family's birthdays all happen to fall like in the end of the year and then around Christmas time and whatnot. So like, it's not realistic for me to put the same amount of money into savings in the month of December as I do all the rest of the year that's it's not Mm -hmm. it doesn't how do I put this like that's not you being in a like poor position financially in the decisions that you're needing to make I think that financial well-being is your being in control and being in tune and in check with those things like if you I don't even know if we want to relate it to like weight loss or something like that like if your goal is to lose 10 pounds or something but again like life is gonna happen like I don't know maybe you went to a birthday and you ate too much cake or like I don't know but you are in control like you're gonna get back on the scale you're gonna check in where things at and you're gonna re like calculate your plan for going forward to continue along the way to your goal like I think that's where that financial well-being piece also comes into it's just like you're going to have slips life is going to happen like everything isn't going to be this perfect number throughout your entire year it's just you being in control of where you're putting things and like knowing how to get back on track when when it's reasonable for you to do so and that is very good because I don't like the whole well I overspent this month like why am I budgeting Mm -hmm. like no like you said life happens like we're only human you make mistakes but don't throw away all your potential growth and all the growth that you've done in the past just because you made one mistake and I'm that's also that's not good for your no. health and I'm going to toss it in here because of the time of like we're filming or recording this in January I personally don't like New Year's resolutions I think New Year's is a great mm-hmm. time to step back and look at your year in full and what you want to continue on doing into the new year what you want to change in the year ahead but I think people just like see their I think January 18th or something like that is the day like that people ditch their New Year's resolutions like the average day that's crazy 18 days out of 365 it's it's something like that don't quote me on that but I think it's around there but that's what I'm saying like I just feel it's that mindset of like I'm gonna make this my New Year's resolution oh I haven't Mm -hmm. done this multiple days so far like I'm I'm not Mm -hmm. doing this very well so I'm gonna stop like even like you and I were talking last night and I was just like like honestly I've done nothing financially in 2021 other than continue on with the habits that I had been doing before like when my pay comes in moving Mm -hmm. things over and this and that and just being in check with what's in my account and what I'm spending beyond that I haven't done anything yet but my mind is also being like I'm what is today January 10th Like, how many days do I have left of 2021 to achieve the things that I'm working towards, right? Like, I still have a whole 
year. So it's not just like, oh, I haven't done it in these 10 days. So I guess this is not my New Year's resolution anymore. Like, I just won't worry about it. And that goes for all types of resolutions, right? Like so many people want to exercise more like this or that. And like, you still have a whole year to do that. Yeah, I do find it very interesting that like New Year's resolutions, I know this is a little bit off topic, but most people go like one way or the other, they either hate them or they love them. Yeah. And I've never really realized that until lately, like there's a lot of people that cannot stand New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people just have that mindset of like, if you want to change something, change it now. Like, why do you need January 1st to come around for you to do it? Which I can totally appreciate and, like, agree with. Like, if you want to do something, there's nothing stopping you from starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I do think it's, like, a good just, like, close off to reflect, kind of reconvene on what you want to do and kind of, like, like, I don't know. I guess I see it from, like, both sides. Yeah. I guess it just depends, like, who you are as a person what your habits are mm-hmm. um like when it comes to financial stuff please don't wait until the next year like could you imagine <laughs> quitting day 18 now and you're like ah start in 2022 like no <laughs> that is not gonna benefit you in any way you just want an entire year out the window <sighs> no yeah for sure all those well-being things right like whether it's finance like physical like wanting to do things for your like emotional or mental health like yeah, yeah. there's you're not benefiting from going up well I missed this one yes we'll wait for next year oh goodness that's just crazy that drives me crazy <laughs> I'm such a like goal-oriented person I love checking things off so just when I set my mind to something like I just I do it this is like halfway through 2020 I was like I'm gonna pay off my car this year and people are like you're insane yeah and December 30th rolled around and I paid off my car yeah that was pretty sweet I saw you post that and I was like no way amazing <laughs> This is also off topic, but just like, I know we've kind of dabbled into like goals and motivation before. And I, mm-hmm. I was, I wanted to clean the house one day and guys, I broke everything that I had to do up into the smallest to-do list. Well, it was the largest <laughs> to-do list, but like I walked to the broke vacuum. everything down Check. so small, but it was true. It was like, once I cleaned one room, like I came back to my list and I could chuck off like five things and I was like, yeah. And then the next room, then all of a sudden, like more than half my list is like checked off of like this thing that's half a page long. Right. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I only didn't get to this and this. Like I got everything else on my list. But <laughs> it makes oh a difference. Oh my goodness, you kill me. and you know what just because we are in january new year you can see what your expenses were for the previous year and i think it's really really important to go back and look at your previous year like you can see like were there any really big expenses in january february march and so on that don't happen every month but happen yearly like you need to write those down make sure that you're keeping track of what happened last year like you know when everyone's birthdays are like write them in your agenda and make sure you maybe set yourself a reminder or like plan a month before that you're gonna have to do something for that person's birthday yeah true and there's something that you talked about all about changing the numbers and like your budget's not going to be the same it's not going to be perfect every single month Mm -hmm. but I think I don't want to say like aim lower so if you go higher it makes you feel better but 
you need to aim for numbers, especially when it comes to your savings, that are realistic for your budget. Agreed. But if you can put more towards it, I think that is very good. And I think that is very good for your mental health and your financial health. I think instead of doing it the other way around. Also tuning into the type of person you are and where you get your motivation from. Because I think you and I both do better at hitting a target and over exceeding. Whereas like I'm just thinking in my head like (laughs) I could see like Mark being like $100 off of a goal or whatnot. And then going like balls to the wall next month to hit that. Like I think just even like understanding your own motivation and and things around that and how you work because I personally like I'm the type of person that gets discouraged by that like if I've tried something for like two three months in a row and I keep not being successful like I'm like yeah right so yes and in that and that's where I think like using your advice is kind of stopping and maybe reflecting on those past three months and seeing what can I maybe do differently or is there a different way to like attack this financial goal or what I'm doing with my finances Mm -hmm. and that's where reaching out to people and maybe talking about it is where you could get some ideas new ideas to bring back to your budget and how you want to divvy up your money and how you want to save Mm -hmm. and I think that's very beneficial too is asking for help yeah for sure yeah very like if I was like a hundred dollars off a goal I'd freaking like not eat for a month just so I could like <laughs> hit that goal <laughs> like that person <laughs> like do I really need to put gas in my car if I'm like fifty dollars off from getting something that is one expense that I like has gone so down for me <laughs> last year <laughs> like I swear I put gas in my car like once a month now I used to have to fill my car up like Same. every three days Oh my goodness. I know sometimes I'm like, when's the last time I've been to the gas station? Like, do I still remember how to put gas in my car? You honestly don't think of that when you commute for work. Like, it's just the commute that it is and you really don't, at least I didn't, like, pay much attention to how much I was spending on gas. It was just a reality because I was always commuting, Mm -hmm. whether it was, like, work or for school or for this or that. And, like, oh my god, now to not be doing that and look at, like, the hundreds of dollars that is in my account at the end of the month compared to what I would be spending on gas before. Like, it's crazy. And just yeah. like you said. And that's a good example on how things change. Yeah. And I was going to say, just like you said, that stress, right? Like, I remember getting up to, like, two days before I'm supposed to get paid and being at the gas station and, like, needing to log into my bank account and being, like, okay, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, 50 bucks left here. Like, I don't want to put $30 in my car right now. So, like, I'll just put, like... 15 bucks in and then that'll get me I can have enough gas for like until I get paid on Friday or you know what I mean like feeling like that and always needing to check that there's enough available funds is shitty and stressful so like I get like you said just being able to be in a position where like you're putting in the effort and taking the control of paying attention to those things ahead of time and Mm -hmm. not being stressed out about that is like a huge game changer for your well-being and don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're putting $200 a month away and that's a significant amount of, like, your paycheck and someone else is putting, like, $500 a month away and they make, like, twice as much as you, 
you can't compare that or even if you, you make the same amount of money right else. like let's say you make the same but it's like your expenses in your life is different like yeah. if you are driving 45 minutes each way to work like you're spending hundreds of dollars on gas that my 15 mm-hmm. minute drive like I'm not right or like what's yeah. your rent compared to my rent like all those things differ right so yeah it's so hard to compare to other people because everyone's in a different situation yeah, and I know sometimes it's very hard to remember that and you can forget that like really easily when you're seeing like people like our age buying houses mm-hmm. and you're like, how the heck like are they doing that when like we're struggling to do that? But you don't know everyone's circumstances. You don't know if mom and dad gave them money to do mm-hmm. that. You don't know how long they've been saving. They could have had this as a goal since they were 18 and have been saving for it religiously since then. Mm-hmm. But you just don't know. And I know it's really hard to not play the comparing game, but it's not good for you mentally, physically, financially to be comparing yourself to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really anything, right? Like compare yourself to you. And are you mm-hmm. doing better than you were again? Like if we want to go on a, re- a yearly basis, like are you doing better than you were a year ago with with mm-hmm. this particular thing because yeah it's so true yeah. comparing yourself to people just stresses you out and you have no idea what the situation is and even if you do know what the situation I- is like what it, okay so like let's say my friend bought a house and they got bulk of their down payment from their parents as a gift mm-hmm. like okay what does it do for, like comparing myself to them doesn't do anything for me like it's it's no. not giving me money it's not getting me a house right like it's just yeah so and I also want to say you kind of touched on it you said you just want to look at where you were say last year compared to where you are now and you know what if nothing's changed like if you're not doing worse off but nothing's changed and you're just plugging away and doing exactly what you did last year that's also fine yeah you don't have to maintenance is a win making these crazy yeah yeah, like you don't have to be making these crazy changes just don't fall backwards Mm -hmm. and I think that's very important too yeah you don't always have to be going forwards just don't go backwards yeah for sure and even not like the right, number, well, right? Doesn't always have to be the number that's like, like we said, staying consistent, but like those efforts behind it, like you being in control of, of where things are going and like you staying in tune and re- looking at what you've spent that month, mm-hmm. and, like all those things are effort too, right? And part of that maintenance. So yeah, like. And that's a lot of work in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like having that discipline to be like, you know what? No, sorry. Like I can't go for dinner this month, but you know what? Like maybe next month. And then really looking at your budget to see can I go for dinner next month and making sacrifices or changes not getting that new outfit because you really want to go spend time with your friends that is a lot of work and that is a lot of discipline and it takes some time to kind of work up to that so even if that's your step one this year just sitting down and learning how to be disciplined with your money that is like more yeah than and even checking it right like I think that's such a huge step for people is just even like that routine of checking but it's like if you can people like to set it and forget yeah if you can read for 10 minutes budgeted in January yeah if you can read for 10 minutes a day or like you can go for one walk a day or you can stretch for 10 minutes in the morning or whatever like Mm -hmm. you can take 10 minutes to look through your statement or or log or like however tracking works for you right but if you break it into something little, like it's easy to keep up with on a regular basis. 
Mm-hmm. And I just want to, so I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I had just about checking your statements and kind of being in tune with what's happening and not just ignoring it because if you can ignore it it goes away which does not happen (laughs) but so I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast but I had fraudulent charges on my Rogers account someone went in and bought three brand new iPhones and like plans to go with them which is like thousands of dollars so obviously I caught that pretty fast when like I had a bill that was like $600 with like pending charges of like these three phones and oh no Three iPhones showed up to my door. That's how it first started. <laughs> Three brand new iPhone Pro Maxes. Like, Pure Later dropped them off. And I was like, what the heck? So it made me check my Rogers statement. And, like, I don't always check the bills. Like, I know the monthly amount. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ever change. But fast forward to now, I was just going through the bill to, like, make sure everything was okay. Because there were so many complications. Yeah. And... They charged me a fee for not paying the amount that was fraudulent. Classic Rogers. So I literally had to, like, contact them and be like, you need to reverse this because... Yeah. <laughs> you you literally told me not to pay anything beyond, like, what is my actual bill? Mm-hmm. And you're charging me money on that? And I think that's another thing for taking care of yourself financially is you need to stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like... You could have just been like, hey, whatever. Like, they charged me 11, the $11 fee. Like, I'm not going to go through the trouble of contacting them and having that reverse. But no, like, you should. Like, if you just always say, uh, that's just like $11. Uh, that's just like 10 bucks. Well, guess what? If you do that 10 times, now you've wasted $100 on stuff that you didn't need to waste money yeah, on. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, that just gets me so heated. <laughs> They'll take your money from wherever they can. Because no one is going to look out for your financials more than you. So mm-hmm. it's true. Make sure you take charge and keep control. Advocate for yourself. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is the end of episode nine. First episode of season two. So crazy. I, I can't know. believe we made it to season I two. <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening. You can find Fashion Sense Finance Mess on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. So head on over to one of those and let us know your feedback on this episode and any topics you would want us to cover in the future. Lindsay and I, thank you guys honestly so much for listening. We have a blast recording these if you haven't noticed. (laughs) For sure. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.